0: Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker.
1: Good morning, world. How are you today? It's absolutely wonderful Tuesday. I am woke up this morning in such a great I had such a great night's sleep. And I say that because I am one of those folks that I'm usually up three, four o'clock in the morning or I wake up every morning at three or four or two. Just really weird. I don't know why my body is, I don't know what it's doing, but I don't like it. But anyway, so I woke up straight through, slept really well. And I uh, hope you did too. Uh, but uh uh, it's a nice about 80 degrees um, which is really nice it's not too steamy, not too not too dry. Uh, it's just one of those days that look like it's going to be a great day to be outside or getting around and doing things. So I hope your day is absolutely fabulous as well and that you're able to get out and get some fresh air and and uh, do some things. I was saying I am, uh, I think I think I told most of you that I've been working on my health coaching certification and got that completed Saturday. Yay! So I'm excited about that, and it also probably got me thinking about what our topic is today, um, or at least helped me focus more on what my on our topic mm-hmm. is uh, today. And uh, today we wanted to talk about uh, aging, aging fit. Aging gracefully and aging vibrantly. Now, for some reason, there there are myths and old stories when people think about aging that really don't equate to what it really means, you know. And so, I, I was talking with uh, my engineer Aaron, who I love dearly, and. Um, Aaron made a comment which made my mind think, huh, I wonder if other people are thinking this. And Aaron said, well, oh, aging, I don't have to worry about that right now. (laughs) And uh, that's probably not a direct quote, Aaron, but. And I thought, wow, I wonder who else thinks that aging is something that they don't have to worry about right now. Um, And. And then I went and I, I thought, well, let me see, what is the definition of aging? How is the aging being defined? And so I looked it up and I thought it said the process of getting old. Uh, and if you look at it in terms of an adjective, it's growing old or elderly, which is elderly is an interesting word um, when, you, when you consider it. And if you equate aging to being elderly, then I can see why you might think, oh, I don't have to worry about that right now. But... Believe it or not, unless something happens, you all are going to be elderly at some point in your life. Um, it is a process, it is a process. It is genetically determined in, in some instances in terms of how we, how we age, what we do relative to that. But I, I, I say we need to change our mindset in terms of how we think about the word aging. You know, again, aging seems to, uh, uh, people seem to have a reaction when you say aging uh, about old. I almost feel like they picture someone uh, walking with a cane and um, they're moving very slowly. And uh, maybe they have all gray hair. Maybe they are, have cataracts, you know, maybe they uh, are, you know, not in the best shape uh, that they've ever been in their lives, you know, maybe they see, maybe you see them, you know, walking slowly every day, maybe not working, not, uh, not you know, being real active, you know, they've got grandchildren, you know, maybe they're sitting on a porch rocking, <laughs> you know, and there are people who are, who are in that picture, or in that stereotype. But again, that is a stereotype that I think we have to eliminate. We've got to get rid of. Because if you look at aging today, grandma yesterday is not grandma today. You know, very different in terms of how we look, how we dress, how we act. Uh, not everybody is a grandma You know, not everybody isn't working. In fact, if we talked about, uh, as we talked about last week, more older people are working than not working. So my question, one question I have for you today is, so if we don't need to think about aging now, when do we need to think about it? what age would that be? Because it's not something that suddenly, you know, you reach a certain age. Let's say, you decide, oh, in my 60s, now I'm going to worry about aging. (laughs) If you wait till you're 60, maybe a lot of the damage is already done (laughs) in terms of how you will age if you want to age gracefully or age vibrantly or age fit you may have already done a lot of the damage to your body. It may be harder for you to age as well as you want, as you would before. I want to give you, and uh, just to give you an idea of where I'm coming from as well, let me give you a couple of statistics that I, I, I found um, uh, relative to World Bank, the US Census, um, and, and other places that, as we talk about aging and start thinking about what does that mean and, and what do we need to do? and so. There was a report, they did a report in 2000, I think it was 18, that came out that said the average life expectancy in the U.S. is 78.69 years. Now, that was in 2016. So if you think about in 1960, the average life expectancy was 69.77 years. And 2016 is 678.69 years. Well, maybe some people think, well, that's old. But consider the fact that today in 2019 and going forward, 2020 and forward, people will be working in their 70s, 80s. The only reason they would stop in their 80s is because there may be some law that prevents them from doing that, depending on the type of work that they're doing. So think about that. If that was the life expectancy, and then consider that other countries have a longer life expectancy than than those of us in the U.S. In fact, if we look to our northern neighbors, Canada, at least in 2016, their average life expectancy was 82.3. And in the United Kingdom, 80.9. Now, Mexico was 77.12, China 76.25, and India was 68.56. So there are other countries that have a longer life expectancy from birth than the United States. And of course, there are always going to be some that are less than the United States. But what is causing that? What is the reason for that? Why are we seeing that? And then consider the fact that life expectancy in the United States has declined according to a report in August of 2018. If we look at the life expectancy based upon external factors that influence life expectancy, in 2018, the US, US males were only expected to live B.S. males born in 2018 are only expected to live 76 years, and females 81. So women are still living longer, are still projected to live longer than men, but still that's a decline from two years prior to that. And if we think about North America, males are expected to live 77 years versus females 81 and to our neighbors to the north in Canada, males are expected to live 80 years and females 84. And when you consider that the US ranks 26th among organizations for economic co-oper- cooperation development, and that Japan leads the world, at 84 years in terms of life expectancy and that 25 countries have an average life expectancy of at least 80 years. Why wait to think about how you're going to live? About aging. About aging gracefully or vigorously or vibrantly or being fit. We can't wait until you're old quote unquote you gotta do it now this is something that you don't wait for so let's talk more about that when we come back from our break
2: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
0: tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show
1: hi we're back um so we were talking about aging and life expectancy in North America and the United States, and I was just naming for you. Um, I think I left you with the fact that there are at least over twenty countries that live longer or have a longer life expectancy than the U.S. And my question at the end of the day, at, at the end of our segment, was what? Why is that? Why? Why? Why does that happen? What are the causes of? Oh, exactly. Essentially, our uh um, our decline in age, which is something I, I did mention to you uh as we in, in our earlier discussion in terms of why is there a decline? There was a, there was a decline from seventy-eight percent, I mean seventy eight uh 78, 79 years uh life expectancy in the US down to seventy seven. And there's report uh, by the CDC that directly linked the drop, uh, to a 21% increase in overdose death. Uh, and that was between 2016 and 2017, a 21% increase in overdose death and a 137% increase in opioid-related deaths between the year 2000 and 2014. So those factors impact impacted the, how uh, the U.S. life expectancy was determined and it actually dropped. Um, the other thing, other uh, things that they cited as well as... The reasons for the life expectancy was that on an average, there are 115 people in the U.S. that die each day from opioid use. Uh, That's up. That's an increase. Uh, That six people per day die from alcohol abuse, but there is a rise in the suicide rate, and this is all in the United States, guys, uh, which increased 24%. Between 1999 and 2014, the rise in suicide rate increased 24% between 1999 and 2014. That there are other health-related issues, such as diabetes to HIV, that are also negatively impacting American lives. Add to that escalating health care cost where there are people who can't even go to a doctor if they needed to go to a doctor or get the help that they needed because they can't afford it, they can't pay for it. There's also been an increase in liver disease in the United States, both men and women. Heart disease, cancer. And I found this a little strange a uptick in 2017 of the flu. People are dying from the flu. So those are the reasons or some of the reasons that I say, when you think about aging, you can't wait until you think, oh, I'm at that age now, I need to think about it. That age is today. That age is now. Now is when you need to be thinking about aging and what I can do to age well and what I can do to age gracefully and what I can do to be vibrant uh, as I get older and to continue that vibrancy uh, all my life. And what can I do to stay fit um, in my life? Uh, another interesting thing that I, as I was looking at, so we're talking about, you know, life expectancy and I'm giving you some things there. I hope to think about in terms of what maybe we need to do. We're going to get a little more detail about being fit and being vibrant. But when we look at where to live in the United States, where people are healthiest in the United States, and they, they uh, equate that healthiness to their lifestyle, healthcare, physical activity, uh, and the life expectancy from birth. The number one place is Hawaii. Uh, so I'll just run I through the top ten for you that I found. Hawaii, California, Minnesota, Connecticut, New York, which surprised me. Um, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Colorado, Washington State, and New Hampshire. Those are the top ten places to live uh, where you have a longer life expectancy. Um, and a lot of it has to do uh, connected to lifestyle. How you living? And then the bottom 10 uh, of our 50 states uh, were Indiana, South Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Alabama, West Virginia, and Mississippi. Again, has to do with lifestyle. Has to do with a more sedentary life. Has to do with your ability or inability to uh, okay. Obtain health care has to do with, um, also has to do with uh, obesity rates, uh, suicide rates in those areas, uh, the poverty level, whether they smoke or not, there's a high population of smoking, the lack of physical activity. So, all those attribute to our life expectancy. So, how are you living? How are you aging today? What are you doing to improve your life expectancy, to increase your life expectancy, to live as long as you want to or you're trying to live, and to live a life well-lived and one in which you're able to enjoy the fruits of all, this, the fruits of, all of your labor that you've been going through and you've been putting through in terms of your life? I want to talk about, or start talking a little bit on the idea of living gracefully, and what does that mean? So you think of that in terms of how you look, think of that in terms of how you move, Uh, think of that in terms of how you embrace uh, age, Um, think about that in terms of the level of stress in terms of your life. You know, are you living, are you eating a balanced uh, meal? Uh, are you, do you feel restricted? Do you feel that there are barriers? You know, when I um, listen to, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Great Panthers, <laughs> but Maggie Cohn, who is the founder of the Great Panthers, says that there are six myths about old age, that it is a disease, a disaster, that that we are mindless, that we are sexless, that we are useless, that we are powerless, and that we are all alike. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, particularly that we don't think of, our, of older people as having sex, but know that. STDs are on the rise in the older population. So they're having sex and some of them are having more sex than some of our younger <laughs> counterparts. So just because you grow old doesn't mean you can't enjoy all parts of your life and everything that you do relative to life. It's, it's, how, it's how you live your life and what do you do to prepare? What do you, How are you preparing yourself for old age that makes... A big difference. You know, I love Helen Mirren, who says, she's a great actress, who says, your 40s are good, your 50s are great, your 60s are fab, and your 70s are fucking awesome. I love that idea. We'll talk more about the awesomeness of being older when we come back.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
0: tuned into from the inside out to reach Carla Walker or her guest today. Call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hey, welcome back. So what does it mean to live Gracefully or to age gracefully. You know, Jackie Joyner Kerseys is one of my, my heroes. Jackie Joyner Kerseys, uh, Olympic athlete, said, Age is no barrier. It's a limitation you put on your mind. And think about that. It's so true. We think old, uh, uh, then we're going to act, if you will, old. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it is part of a mind, not a mind game, but it is a mind activity that we play with ourselves and that we uh, sometimes hear old stereotypes popping through um, that don't allow us to be our best selves or to be our best lives because we've got this stereotype in our head that says we're supposed to do certain things because we are a certain age, you know, and age is merely the number that you have reached um, by the grace of God and by uh, how well you've lived, and um, uh, some would say, as the luck of the draw, if you will. Um, so it, it is a mental game. It is a mental game that we play with ourselves. And I want you to play the best game possible. I want you to be the best you can possibly be uh, as you move through your life. So how do we do that? Well, and what are the secrets or how do we age gracefully? What does that mean? Well, the first thing you want to do is reduce stress. Reduce your stress. Now, we never say get rid of stress because you got to have some stress in your life. But you can reduce it. You know, eliminate those things that are causing you uh, big stressors that are big anxieties for you. Um, that once you pull them away, or maybe they're things you're doing because you think you have to do it. Uh, but you don't necessarily have to. Maybe, you know, I'm speaking, not looking at your life, but think about how can I eliminate those stresses that are causing me this pain? Um, get plenty of sleep. Okay, so my daughter tries to get eight to nine hours of sleep a night. Now, I was calling her crazy and and telling her, oh, you've got to get out and go do more. But she said, this is what I need. And and what that says to me is that she knows her body well enough that in order for her to function the way she needs to function, she needs to get at least eight to nine hours of sleep per night. Now, when we look at what uh, medicine tells us, most of us should get between seven and eight hours of sleep uh a night to refresh our brains to refresh our bodies and i recently uh kind of figured out a little bit why uh i wasn't sleeping as well as i as i was and i'm doing much better now uh, and i don't know how many of you you show up hands <laughs> how many of you sleep with a television on okay i see you most of you out there, a lot of you out there, sleep with your television on. Well, I was one of you who slept with my TV on. And while I didn't look at the TV, you know, I had it on and I could hear it. And it just kind of helped me uh, with something I thought was helping me go to sleep. Well, about a week ago, I finally, I finally turned the TV off. And I started using these biorhythms uh, instead of sleep. And the first night that I did it, I woke up and I thought, wow, I, I don't feel as tired in the morning as I did before when I used to have the TV, when I had the TV on. And so over the course of a week or two now, I've turned the TV off and I'm waking up more refreshed. I'm not as tired as I was. Uh, before And it had, does have something to do, I mean, the literature is correct in terms of the light, the blue light that we don't necessarily notice or care about or think about in terms of the rays from the television, but also the talking uh, that's going on in the television it doesn't necessarily uh, allow our minds to quiet down um, and, and be quiet. But um, these denarial... B i n a u r a l beats. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it right. Um, helped me uh, in terms of of getting getting more nourishment for my brain in terms and more rest for my body and my brain um, that was needed that I wasn't getting when I had the TV on. So turn off your TV, get plenty of sleep, um, eat a eat a balanced diet okay eat a balanced diet so um, you got to look at what are those things that are good for you to eat eliminate those things that that aren't good um, good for you and you got to think about it in terms of your lifestyle everybody's a little different there are there's no one diet or one uh, uh, set way to eat that's going to be great for everyone and uh, I definitely recommend not uh, uh, grabbing onto the next great diet that pops up and, and thinking that's you're supposed to be on all the time. I know everybody talks about right now the keto diet, which is good, but it is not, um, based on what I found, um, found, it is not sustainable for long, long, long periods of time. You know, you do a keto and then you, you revert to something else. You can go back and forth. It helps uh, to clean out or to um, it helps you in some goals in terms of maybe to make some adjustments in your diet, uh, to eliminate maybe some toxins that are going on, um, maybe, maybe even to lose some weight if that's what your goal is. But it's not something that necessarily uh, may be sustainable for you for very long periods of time. Uh, but find a balanced diet, a balanced meal uh, that you can stick to. Because if you can't stick to it, then it doesn't do any good. It really doesn't do any good. Uh, learn something new. So here we go. You got to keep your brain going, right? You got to continue, continue to learn. Uh, and as we talked uh, um, earlier, you have to become an individual who is an avid learner, so that your mind is agile, so that your mind is flexible, so that your cognitive abilities, your critical thinking, your local thinking is still there, uh, so that you can discern challenges and find information. If you're working or if you're uh, creating your own business or you're doing something creatively, you got to learn something new that's going to keep your mind going. Uh, keep yourself alert. Um, hydrate. Now I know there are people who don't like water. Uh, I have friends who hate. They say they hate the taste of water, which was always interesting to me because I never found that water had a taste. Um, but um, you need to stay hydrated, and you should be drinking. Um, at least I would, at least maybe a gallon or so of water uh, to stay hydrated uh, almost every day because you sweat. And another thing we think about that we sweat and that depletes the water in our bodies. We uh, we get rid of it through uh, urination, uh, tears, um, and you have to put that water back in. To your body your body uses your muscles use it with like your muscles are cramping up sometimes it's because you don't have enough water um, in your bodies uh, so you want to uh, continue to hydrate yourself um, also uh, wear sunscreen you know wear sunscreen not just on vacation not just when you're going to the beach but anymore we need with our uh, uh, ozone layer uh, disappearing, you're getting more direct sunlight uh, coming in uh, to the Earth's atmosphere. We need to we need to uh, reduce the sun's effect on our body. So even if you think, well, I, I don't see the sun, I drive all the time. Well, guess what? Have you ever driven and then you look at your arms and you notice one part of your arm is darker than the other part of the arm? because you got the tan because you know maybe you didn't lay out in the sun but you've been driving and guess what the sun has gotten into through your windows and now it's reflecting the tan that's on your arms and you're wondering how did that happen well that happened because the sun is out even though I mean you're out the sun's out so there's going to be an impact and I know there are clothes that you can buy that also have uh some sort of sunscreen um yeah, worked into the fabric itself but putting on lotion that has sunscreen with it is good particularly uh, moisturizer on your face and this is for men and women men and women men put moisturizer on your face Yeah, uh, you, know, you got to glam up as well mm-hmm. or take care of your skin as well um, but that helps uh, to some degree from some of the skin cancer to protect you from the Uh, harming rays of the sun. And then, excuse me, move more often. Move. You know, if you don't move your body, then you will feel that you're not moving your body. Your muscles will give up on you. And then you will be stuck using a cane or you may be perhaps using a wheelchair or in some instances, maybe you'll need a walker or you, you need things <clears throat> to help you move. So start moving more. Mm-hmm. In the U.S. we live a much more sedentary lifestyle than, than mm-hmm. other parts of the, of the world. And one of the reasons that those ten cities or the excuse, yes, ten uh, states that I identified uh, as having a larger life expectancy was the physical activity. Now, when I say physical activity, that doesn't mean you have to go to the gym and you have to work out or go to the, you know, do, be a mudrucker or go to Iron Man. You, know, you don't have to do those things, but you got to move. If it's walking, uh, swimming, uh, if the, some of you have uh, joint issues, swimming is great, or walking, or, or, or getting a gym membership. And and in some areas, you know, after you reach the age of, I want to say 60, maybe 60, 65, uh, you can actually join a gym for free. <laughs> uh, in some instances, I want to say you have to, when you reach the age, of 65 or 64 65 you have to apply for Medicare this is in the United States Um, anyway and when you do that in many of the states there's an offering for uh, those of you or those of us who may be who are at that age that you can get a gym membership for free it's part of um Uh, what your Medicare or Medicaid or uh, not Medicaid but this Medicare particularly your supplements may offer that as well so look into that uh, where you can maybe join a gym or walking take a bunch of friends a bunch of your girlfriends or guy friends go for a walk guys go play basketball or even golf which I still don't quite understand but uh, you know play golf but do something physical. Do a, Have a physical activity. Yoga is great for stretching and moving uh, the joints, keeping yourself limber and flexible so that you can move up and down stairs, so you can do squats. Uh, there are all kinds of things that you can do. The idea is for you just to move. Get up from out of front of the television and get up and go, walk, Uh, move it or lose it. Uh, Embrace simplicity. Now, if you're you're living a very fast place over um, scheduled life, you know, maybe looking at how you can uh, uh, change some of that. Maybe you don't have to be in 10 clubs. Maybe you don't have to, you know, be the volunteer for everything maybe there are some things you can let go of some things that you really are passionate about maybe one or two things and you know simplify simplify how you live maybe you live in a house that has you know five bathrooms Uh, maybe you really only need two you know maybe you live in a, a house and now you're an empty nester Maybe as you look around and think about it, maybe this is too much house or maybe you want to simplify, sell your house, maybe buy a smaller condo or maybe you want to rent. Uh, But look at how you can simplify the way you live Uh, and and simplification will help in terms of uh, that living gracefully. Um, Embrace uh, classics. So, when I say that, um, the other thing that, that we find is as we get older, uh, and this is all built into our culture, that there's this love of being young. There's this love of youth uh, and being youthful. And as we get older, we try to hold on to that so tightly that sometimes we, you know, squeeze our hands so tightly uh, that you. St- stabbed yourself in the hand with your nails, (laughs) you know, know, it's like gripping the steering wheel until your knuckles turn white. You know, we want to hold on to that youth, hold on to that time um, where we felt good. And I say change that. Let, you know, live into today. You know, look at how well uh, you can live now. What are those things that you can do? And so don't dress like you're 14 particularly if you are 70 years old you know look how you're dressing uh usually or typically um they say that uh, women should wear less makeup not more uh i i do see um i do see some women who wear a lot of makeup and they're and they're um women of particular age that probably a little less makeup will make them fresher and, and uh, look better you know, think of classic classy clothing uh, your hair now there used to be a thing in the United States which I didn't understand why uh, uh, women when they got married or if they got older they cut their hair uh, and I, I don't totally understand that um uh but there was some, it seemed like some stereotype or some kind of cultural thing where women were supposed to cut their hair because now they were married or now they are, you no know, older, they have to do that. So as long as your hair is tasteful, as long as it looks good for you, uh, as long as it doesn't uh, hold you back in terms of, of uh, how you're feeling. You don't have to cut it, but maybe you shouldn't, maybe you don't need to sit on it either. Uh, But, you know, wear or look at your makeup, look at your hair, look at your clothing. This goes for men too. Um, Those of you who wear makeup, and there are men who wear makeup, maybe you don't need as much makeup as you think you do. Um, Also, look at your hair, get a good basic haircut, a haircut that's going to look good on you that reflects. Your lifestyle that reflects who you are uh, and own it own it Uh, and don't you know don't necessarily fight it uh, aging but lean into it you know be joyful be happy about it live well to age well you know Uh, I use there's an app called luminosity that I like uh, which you know Kind of has your brain doing brain aerobics um, that you could think about, um, and and helps you like, keep you on your toes. Um, embrace your work. If you are uh, a recovering workaholic like I like I am, uh, then you know enjoy that work. But maybe don't be a workaholic about it, and uh, you don't have to work twenty four seven. You know. But think about that thing that you like to do that keeps you active, that you feel like you're contributing. And if that is your work, continue to do that and love to do that because now you're not that naive uh, young or new employee who's just walked into the job. You've got some experience. You've got some knowledge uh, that you can also share. And you know some things that you didn't know before. And now you can use those things to your advantage. Maintain a good attitude you know stay positive about aging uh, it is not a death sentence it does not mean that suddenly everything has to stop uh, um, You know, I just said you know, earlier uh, some people think you get old and you don't have that you don't have sex well yeah you can still have sex you can still have those relationships you still have those um, feel romantic you still want to bond and be close to somebody and be with your partner um, so, you know, don't think that that means, oh, Lord, I can't have sex anymore because I'm old. Uh, on the contrary, it's probably more freeing now because now, again, you know what to expect. You know how to do it. You probably do it better now than you did when you started. Uh, so run with it. Enjoy it. Just make sure that you a protection um, when you're having sex, right? Uh, check your um, uh, uh, get your fit foliate you know folate rather excuse me one of the things you want to do is at least and I didn't do this for a long time for some reason I I uh, didn't want to go to the doctor because um, the doctor was going to tell me something was wrong Well, I want to think about this differently now I'm thinking about this relative to uh Seeing a doctor as a preventative measure, you know, let's think of being healthier or uh, talking to my doctor in terms of preventative measures, not just going to a doctor or seeing a doctor when you're sick, but going to a doctor in advance, being proactive, going in advance, doing your yearly checkup, and maybe you see him see him or her twice a year. Make sure you go to your dentist because some diseases are triggered by poor dental care Um, your eye doctor you know go to the eye doctor and not just an optometrist but an ophthalmologist who can really look into the eye and really determine if you have macular generational disease or I'm sure I've messed that up as well (laughs) but um, you know get your eyes checked get your um, ears your hearing checked get Get your teeth checked. You know, get your body checked. If you need to do things uh, to be healthier, do them. Don't continue to make excuses in terms of why you're not doing them. You know, you want to live long. You want to be healthy. You want to live your best life. Then you've got to take care of you. I just had this conversation the other day with an 18-year-old about um, taking care of herself um before she can take care of other people because this beautiful young lady is constantly worrying about how other people feel, how other people, um, what the needs of other people are, and she is not feeling well, and I said to her, you have got to take care of you. Because if you can't take care of yourself, if you're not feeling good, if you're not in the best shape or best health, then you're gonna have problems taking care of somebody else. So if I can say that to an 18 year old, I can say that to a 65 year old, a 40 year old, a 50 year old, a 70 year old. You gotta take care of you. And in terms of aging, so to get back to to Aaron, my engineer, who I love again, Darren? I love you, Aaron. Now is the time to think about how you want to age. You know, when you get older, do you want to be stiff? Do you want to not be able to move? Do you want, maybe you want other people to take care of you. But I don't think that's the life that I want to live. I want to be able to do for myself and live independently. And I want to live a full life. I'm going to live a life that allows me to be happy, where I'm positive, I'm doing the things I like doing. I have friends that may be my age or younger, um, but we're out and about and we're living, we're taking in all that life has to offer. You're only gonna be that age one time and then it keeps moving on, so your life is not gonna go backwards. You're not gonna be a baby again. You're going to go forward. So live your best life so that you can take care of you uh, and focus on the positive things that are going on in your life. Not not just the negative things that may be happening. Negativity will bring you down. Uh, Positivity or staying positive will help you through the good times and the bad times. And yes, there are some things that are going to happen that may have a, a detrimental effect but you can get through them you've gotten through them all your life you know take note on the accomplishments that you have made to reach this particular age that you're at and how much more there is for you to do you know um make sure you have a balanced diet eat right for you you know if you have a a chronic disease like diabetes or Or heart disease be proactive and figure out what can I do to uh, maybe eliminate or be better in terms of uh, uh, holding my body and myself accountable uh, so that I can be healthier so I can participate and I can live my best life I want you to live as long as you want to be because when I'm 200 I want to have some other people to talk to Uh, not just myself, you know. So please take care of you. Be safe. I want you to have a wonderful time this weekend. Do something fun. Laugh a lot. Uh, And we will see you next time from the inside out.
0: Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.